98.5 WJYN. What's going on, Christmas, Darius? Hey, Darius, what's going on? What's up, Darius? What's going on, brother? Nothing, nothing much, man. Ready to talk my junk, man. Yeah, man. Hey, um, by the way, I just want to let all our listeners know this is Darius Riddick from the Inside the Hashes and the Air It Out podcast I'm from Inside the Hashes one, and also one of my coworkers. Big time Patriots fan, but he's also yes, objective sir. as well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it, man. It's an honor to be on, be on the running back uh, radio show, so I'm ready. Ready to ready to talk that talk, man. <laughs> okay, Darius. Yeah, so Darius, you guys had a big forty-five to nothing win against the uh, the LA Chargers. Um, when you like was watching that game, like, what did it tell you about you know? The, did it tell more about you know the Patriots or tell more more about the Chargers? I think it tells you. It told me a little bit about both. I mean, this has been a very up and down season for uh, the Patriots. Um, if you ever been to Six Flags, it's like riding nitro. It's been very very up and down, left, right, um, a little bit of inconsistency <laughs> in the beginning. But I also think it's because of the departure of Tom Brady. Obviously, when you're replacing a guy who runs six Super Bowls to your team, it's very difficult. And you bring in a guy like Cam Newton, who we know is a dual threat quarterback, um, it is very difficult to make that transition with the opt-outs. But I think the game against San Diego showed you that this team, has, this team still has some fight in them. It still has a lot of heart. Bill Belichick, I think, is doing a great job. Um, coaching this team, especially, like I said, with the opt-outs due to COVID and losing Tom Brady. And I just love how uh, this team is playing on um, all three sides of the field, uh, on three sides of the ball. Offense, removing the ball with Damian Harris. Defense, obviously, getting Gilmore back. Um, he's playing at a, a defensive year. Uh, he's playing like he played last year, mm-hmm. shutting down opposing uh, number one receiver. So I definitely um, think that that was a really confidence booster that we needed going into um, – you know, going into LA and just dominating them. Yeah. So you guys are six and six, and it's kind of funny that the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, with all the weapons that they have, Tom Brady, the addition of Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and those guys are seven and five. So if you had to rank, you know, the job like like from A to F on the job that Bill Belichick has done, especially with, you know, Cam Newton, you know, coming back from COVID, Stephon Gilmore also, you know, suffering COVID as well, you know, all the players opting out. And just the fact that you guys just lack the necessary weapons to run an actual functioning offense, like what grade would you give these guys right now? Um, I would give us I would definitely give us a B B plus. I think you know, we lost some questionable games. I think the game against the Denver Broncos, I think we should have won that game. Um, you know, when I when I look at the games that we lost I'm like, these are games that we should have won if things went our way. Um, and the games that we won, I'm just like, we beat Baltimore, we beat Arizona, and we, you know, we hold these teams under a certain amount of points. Arizona, 17 points. You know, Kyler Murray really wasn't able to um, do much. Even against Kansas City, you look at that game, um, Cam Newton plays, I think we win that game. Kansas City really didn't do anything, in my opinion, offensively to really um, beat us. It was more defensive special teams. But I definitely think Bill Belichick is doing a heck of a job, man. A lot of people said going into this offseason, we're going to see who really led that dynasty. And I think, you know, again, it's both it's both Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. But to be at 6-6 six and six and still have hopes to make the playoffs with, obviously, the Rams on a short week this Thursday and then our last three um, games are divisional games, two at home. Um, so anything is possible. Possibly, and I said it, if we beat the Rams this Thursday, I think at 7-6 and six, we have a chance to um, – we have a chance to possibly somehow, I don't know how it's going to work, but we have some chance to possibly win the division if we can beat Buffalo and Miami, who are the two teams ahead of us with um, you know, Miami 8-4 and Buffalo uh, winning yesterday. So, like I said, B-plus for Bill. 
Um, you just got to finish, finish out the season really strong, man. Um, Darius, Mark here. I, I just want to kind of piggyback off that. You're, you said you would give Bill a B plus. I'm actually going to go a grade higher. I'm going to give him an A minus. And the reason I give him that is because you guys had so many people opt out for COVID reasons. Yes. You lose Tom Brady, who's arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. Yet you you bring in Cam Newton, who he, where he has no one to throw it to, and now you guys are literally just a power running team and are still managing to be at 8-6. and six. For real, for real, the game you guys really should have had, which would we, we would probably be talking completely different if you guys beat Seattle down at, earlier mm-hmm. in the season when Definitely. Cam was on fire and, you know, they had that big goal line stop. But, no, I would give you guys a a uh, A- minus because at the end of the day, it just shows, like, how great Bill Belichick is because he's working with what he has. He's not forcing anything. He understands he can't throw the ball down the field like he has in years past. But it's like, hey, look, if I mix up and I'm able to, to run, then we can make it happen. Like, the fact that Cam Newton only threw 69 passing yards and you guys won the game is it doesn't make any sense. Not only won the game, it was 45 to nothing. Like that that's just absurd. So that, that is a lot. That really just shows you how fantastic Bill Belichick actually is. Nah, I definitely I definitely agree, man. Watching that watching that game, it was just like you got to give you got to give respect to obviously um Josh McDaniels too, man. He's calling he's he's playing mm-hmm. He's calling he's down on some plays that obviously that's fitting Cam. And like you said, we're going back to that hard nose, running the football, playing great defense. Something that I, I kind of felt like we were going to do this going into the season with Cam Newton. We were just going to run the ball. And I just want to say, Damian Harris, he's having a really, really good sophomore season. I can't wait to see what happens here in three. If he does become, if, he, if you know, the pitcher decides to promote him to the starting running back position because he's, he's just, I think he's a you know, hard nose runner. Obviously, he's got to work on, you know, being a pass catcher. But, you know, that's that's a topic for a different day. But just running the ball, man, like how we how we have been, I'm, I'm loving it. And I just hope we can do it against the Rams this week. Yeah. And uh, not to mention, you guys are one of the top three teams with, uh, you know, the most salary cap going into the 2021 offseason. So um, have you figured out, you know, a potential wish list for, you know, guys? Because Allen Robinson for Chicago, um, his deal is going to be up. You also got guys like Bud Dupree. Uh, AJ Green, uh, Von Miller, who's coming off a major foot injury. Is there anybody specifically that you know you want the Patriots to you know target for next off for during the off season? Oh, definitely, man. Um, I think one. I think me and, and Chris we talked about it on Twitter briefly. I think Hunter Henry would be a great addition to the Patriots. Mm. You know, you get a number one tight end for Cam Newton if we resign him. We know what he could do with his tight ends, right? And then obviously you add in the fact that we get a number. I think we get a legitimate number one receiver. Um, you know, Allen Robinson, I think he's I think he's a legitimate number one. You get him, you get Greg Olson. I think that's really it. I mean you, obviously we have a lot of free agents on the offensive line, um, David Andrews, Joe Tooney, you get those, you resign those guys because that interior of the offensive line is really what's helping the Patriots um, you know, run the ball effectively. So I think from that on an offensive standpoint, those two guys and then defensively I think one thing we're lacking is a real a legitimate pass rusher. So if we can go out there and get a guy like Bud Dupree or if we, um, you know, draft a first-round pick, which Belichick does not like to do, so I'm pretty sure he's going to trade it. But if we decide to draft a pass rusher in, this, um, in the draft, I definitely think you could add him with um, an emerging Chase Winovich, um, and then you get a guy like Josh Uche, who I think he's going to be a star going into year two. But I just think we still need a legitimate uh, pass rusher because that stretch of games, we weren't generating any type of pressure. 
mm-hmm. and it was you know these uh, quarterbacks were carving us up. So, I mean, I would love Von Miller, but like you said, Chris, he's coming off a really you know another uh, injury like that. So, if we can get him at a reasonable price, then it would be cool. Yo, Darius, Mark here again. Question. So, like, I don't understand how the Patriots keep finding these little white receivers who just hoop. Can you tell me who Gunnar Olszewski is? Who is that? I mean, listen, man. Gunnar, Gunnar is that. Gunnar is a is a is a pretty pretty good guy. Nah, man. Um, I, obviously, you guys can know how uh, Belichick loves his, his little white receivers. We know with um, Dan, uh, Wes Walker, Danny Amendola, um, obviously Julian Edelman, who's throwing the Hogan. I mean, Gunner Gunner has that potential to be like one of those guys. If you look at it, Wes Walker was a special team before he emerged, right? And mm-hmm. same thing with Julian Edelman. He was a, he was on a special team. I mean, the man played defensive back uh, against the Giants in that Super Bowl. He was lining up against Victor Cruz. So I think Gunner, a guy who obviously nobody knowing about until that Chargers really? game, having a huge punt return, um, and then a Jason Stidham throwing it to him. I think he's going to have that role where he's going to, you know, his first couple of years – play special teams, but then they're going to realize that, okay, this guy is actually a pretty good spot receiver. Let's actually get him in there because he has the, you know, the ability to uh, make a big play, especially in a slot, in my opinion. So, Darius, where are you from? I'm hearing, like, a New York accent. <laughs> I'm from I'm from Jersey. I'm from Jersey City. Originally. Oh, you're from Jersey City. Um, yeah, okay. I currently live in South Jersey. <laughs> oh, okay, so you said you're currently where? Here in Philly, you said? No, nah, I'm, I'm like 20, 25 minutes away from Philly. Okay, all right, cool, because I know yeah. I heard a kind of accent. So you're a Patriots fan, obviously. So my question to yeah. you is, since we're in Philly, I wanted to ask a question about what do you think about our situation, little situation here with the Philadelphia Eagles? Like, what do you think about what we got going? And um, I don't know if you've been paying attention much. I'm probably You probably have since you live close. Um, and then, like, the whole um, Peterson putting in hurts for next week. So what do you think about us? Since I know you come from a, your fandom of a Patriots dynasty and you're used to winning and, you know what I mean, and it's just win, win, win. They don't know so, about quarterback Right, exactly. So, like, this season for you was kind of like an oddball season because you guys for the past, I mean, since time, yeah, 50 years have been winning. So what do you think about what we got going here in Philly? Um, I mean, I was and I was talking to this with some of my colleagues at, in, the, in the inside the house to hear it out podcast chat. I was saying that I I kind of feel bad for Wentz. I don't think it's entirely his fault. You got to look at what Wentz has dealt with, right? Like the offensive line has been banged up. There's been a lack of weapons. The drafting hasn't been up to par. You know, the only good thing about the Eagles and my, that I really think is the defense. The defense has been pretty good, especially. Um, especially at home, but I definitely don't think that um, Jalen Hurts is the guy. I mean, you guys are going against the Saints, the top five defense, right? So mm, yes. if yeah. Jalen Hurts somehow miraculously goes and wins that game, now it's going to draw eyebrows, right? I mean, there's already been a controversy with drafting Jalen Hurts in the second round. That mm-hmm. was the controversy going in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And obviously having him come in on certain plays and, you know, running the ball. And then even with, um, you know, last week getting that one touchdown, it's like, oh, okay, we got some energy. But – I definitely think, you know, going into this offseason, it's a lot of – it starts with the upper management. Obviously, mm-hmm. Eagles fans are calling for Howie, fire Howie. I agree. I think you clean the whole entire house and you basically, you know, start over. Chris said it on Twitter, and I completely agree with him. Just start over, man. I don't think Wentz is the problem. I obviously think he needs a little bit of work. But this is a guy, again, who in 2017 was in the MVP race. Like, he, yeah. was, he was balling. And I thought mm-hmm. going into this season, he was going to have that type of same season. But – you know, injuries happen, lack of weapons happens. So, and then, you know, not really being able to run the ball with Miles Sanders. So, but I definitely think if the Eagles somehow pull it off this week against the Saints, 
that's going to raise some eyebrows. And, you know, you're still not out of the, the out of the playoff race. You still have a chance mm-hmm. to win that god-awful NFC East. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and people nah, used to yeah, say the right. AFC East was bad. I don't know, man. It's looking real competitive, um, except for well, the lately. Jets, yeah. Outside of them, it's real mm-hmm. competitive. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, I definitely um, couldn't agree with you on that. Um, but I think with the hurts with hurts coming in in general, I just feel like it, like you said, it gives us that energy. And I feel like right now we just need a spark of something, and maybe it'll put a fire under Carson Wentz. Like, yo, I'm about to lose my job. Not that saying he is, but just like that fear of like someone else can come in and be a starting quarterback and it be not me. You know what I mean? So I feel like maybe that'll get him going. You know what I mean? That kind of situation. Nah, I agree. I think a little competition always, um, mm-hmm. you know, fires gets you gets you out of Like I lost my starting job. I signed mm-hmm. a big contract. I'm hearing all this noise that I'm not the guy, especially mm-hmm. after, uh, you know, you guys won the Super Bowl against the Patriots that year, and Nick Foles was, the, you know, the reason why, obviously, St. Nick in the playoffs. <laughs> so he's, you know, he, he's definitely tired of hearing it. Mm-hmm. And I think what this does for Carson, it kind of, you know, lowered his um, confidence in a sense. You get benched, you know, for a guy who's obviously got drafted in the second round. So I definitely, I feel bad for Carson. I don't, like I said, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. Definitely needs some work, but it, it, it's not really entirely his fault. Yeah. Yeah. Darius, real quick. Um, so, a few years ago, Josh McDaniels was going to leave New England for, you know, the Indianapolis coaching job. However, he then went back to New England. Do you feel like Josh McDaniels, it, especially now with, you know, Matt Patricia being gone, Adam Gates is eventually going to be fired, and plenty of other coaching jobs are going to be opening up? Do you feel like that Josh McDaniels is finally going to be ready to be a head coach again, or you still think he's going to be in that New England coaching staff? Um, I mean, I, 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 as a Patriots fan, I want Josh to stay. I think what he's done offensively with Cam Newton is great. Um, but I definitely think that teams are going to be interested because of what he's doing with Cam. Um, so it's kind of, he's, he's playing, he's kind of like he's playing for a job. I would love Josh McDaniels to be the next coach in the Patriots. Patriots. Bill Belichick decides he wants to retire, but that's just not how it works. I definitely do think Josh will listen to offers. Obviously, he's going to. You know, because he probably feels like, hey, I can be a head coach again. Let's try this round two. It didn't really work well in Denver. Had to come back. Um, But I definitely do think that he's going to get offers. Um, You know, Eagles may take a look at him if they decide to fire Doug Peterson. um, Jacksonville. So it's a lot of teams that are going to be looking for head coaches. Um, And we know what Josh McDaniels can do um, on the offensive side of the ball. So, But I I would definitely hope he stays in New England. Especially, like you said, Chris, we have a lot of cap space. So we can definitely, if we want to sign some players and really start to uh, win next year, it would be it would it would be smart of him to to stay, especially on the offensive standpoint. Yeah, and everybody knows the biggest attraction to draw free agents is a winner, especially like in Bill Belichick. Uh, Dar- um, Darius, once again, thanks you for calling into the show. Once again, you have the number, and uh, we appreciate um, you calling in and taking your time to. Of course, man. Appreciate All right, Jersey City. Me, thanks, Jersey appreciate City. Thank Thanks, Darius. Call back. Same, man. Peace.